What's up, guys? Welcome back to the EG Pot of Thunder with your boy, the young light skin Keith Sweat, here with 2022 Fan of the Year, Ali, aka Dolph Ricky. Hey, hey, thanks so much for having me back. <laughs> I know, but it's been a long time coming, and so been trying to plan the past couple of weeks. But you've been busy traveling, taking care yeah. of your 2002, well, 2022 Fan of the Year. Um, I'm sure you've been uh, busy like crazy since this has been announced. Yeah, I have been. So, you know, all the, at first it took me a few days to get through all the messages and all the congratulations and everything. So, you know, thank you, Dolphin Nation, for all of that. It's very humbling to hear everything that, you know, people have had to say and, you know, mostly positive stuff. So, so mostly um, positive? There's been some negative? <laughs> you know, there's always a few people like give you some, you know, some bad vibes hmm. or you know, say, oh, you know, you probably do all those things so that you could be fan of the year and like that sort of thing. And I'm, I'm just like, I got fan of the year because of the things that I do, you know? And so it's like, you know, you do get a couple of those people that are a little bit hateful, but I would say it's only been about one or two and then everything else has been so nice. And it did take me a few days to get through all of that. And now I've had like a few different media things that I've been doing. So yeah, just staying busy as usual. Oh no, for sure. I, do you think like your uh, your fandom popularity has even like went crazier since the like since the announcement? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I haven't really been paying attention too much to like the numbers, like the following numbers, yeah. but I'm sure it's gone up. I mean, I've had a couple notable people follow me as of late, so that's exciting. <laughs> I know I've seen on your on your Instagram today. You're ecstatic. Yeah, Joy Taylor followed me, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she is literally like such an inspiration to me and to like women in sports and just, you know, women podcasters and, you know, everything. So like, she's just one of my favorite people in like the whole world. Um, so hey. when I saw that little follow thing come up on my list, I'm like, yes. <laughs> and she was so kind. Like she even messaged me back oh, nice. and yeah, she's awesome. So that was pretty cool for me at least. You know, hey. I'm still a fangirl, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff. And like, I have people that fangirl over me and I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> like, I'm a fan here. <laughs> I fangirl and fanboy over you. I've seen it in person. <laughs> So I know, I know you're not lying. Yeah. I have actually a story too. Like I, uh, I have on Twitter, John Cena followed me. Oh. Like the official John Cena. I was like, what? Yes. This is pretty dope. Cause I'm, I'm a wrestling fan and why you follow me? I have no idea. But I was like, that's pretty dope. I'll take it. Yeah. You must've did something to get his attention. Hey, he can come on the podcast if he wants. You should invite him. Oh, I tried. How cool would that be? I have tried consistently. Probably uh -huh. like once a month, I'll send him a tweet. He has not responded yet. But yeah. at some point, but yeah, no. So that's for sure. That's cool. But um, hey, talking about the hate, I think um, if you're doing something right, you have haters. So you're doing something right. Yeah, and luckily, like I will say, with me, like I really don't get it too much. So <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. So um, yeah. So talking about the fan experience. So I see yourself. You have been traveling as well. So like, what has uh, been some of your favorite destinations so far? Like some of your favorite fan bases you've interacted with the past couple, yeah. you know, weeks during the season. Yeah, so this season has been a whirlwind so far. Um, definitely. So I traveled to Baltimore and also to the MetLife Takeover. 
and both experiences were very memorable. So um, with Baltimore, as we know, it was just an epic comeback game. And um, the tailgate was great. You know, we had a party the night before at Jimmy's Seafood, and they just put on you know, such a great event. And big shout out to my friend Stephen D, who, you know, basically took on the whole weekend and Ryan Keeling and the, the fan clubs up there, Valley Fanatics. And they just really um, put on a great weekend for all of us. And so, uh, you know, we partied hard, hard, hard. Are they the Baltimore <laughs> version of you? Pretty um, much? Essentially, in a way. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, and then um, Ashley and I at 305 Sports Bay, we put on the after party after the game. And so, as you can imagine, after a big win like that, everybody's just super hype. And, you know, we had a really, really good showing for that. And it was just like a full weekend party. And so that was memorable. And I really did enjoy the stadium. It's very... Is it a newer stadium? Um, so I think it's an older stadium, but the way they put it together, it's very cute. So like in the inside, it's very urban looking and it has like a lot of like the concession stands kind of look like little stores. It is just oh, like nice. very like a cute stadium to, co to go to. And then um, for MetLife Takeover, that was my first time there. And I was very kind of pleasantly surprised that the Jets fans were as nice to us as they were. <laughs> Is it because it's because of you or you think to everybody <laughs> is nice, everybody? It could be because of me because, <laughs> you know, even if they say things to me, like I kill them with kindness and yeah. like we end up joking and laughing at the end. But really, I wasn't met with any hostility at all. And so I was like, wow, OK, that was yeah. something unexpected. <laughs> Not for sure. I've been to MetLife a couple of times and I've never dealt with any sort yeah. of like craziness or anything like that but mm -hmm. baltimore kind of i want to say scares me i feel like you would deal with that in baltimore because i've heard like baltimore yeah. and like philly fans are like the worst i had no issues with the baltimore fans i know other people did um you know i heard reports of you know shoving and pushing and you know all the drunken antics and stuff like that but that didn't happen to me personally at all um and they were, I know they were all stunned and shocked that we came back. And so, you know, we tried not to heckle them too badly, but I was literally in tears, like in the last seven minutes of the game, like <laughs> I have a you Facebook think? or a Instagram live with the last seven minutes. And like, I just couldn't, you know, it's one of those things where you like, you just can't believe it's happening in front of your face. <laughs> Do you think that's crazier or the my Miami miracle? I think the Miami miracle is definitely crazier because of just the time frame in which that happened. Um, but I mean, Definitely two of my most memorable memorable games ever. <laughs> oh, that Buffalo game was pretty crazy. Uh, that was too. See, this like, season has just been nuts. So it's been such a whirlwind, like ups and downs yeah. this entire season. Then like the Tua yes. stuff, and then it's like, I yes. same thing as last year. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, we have Teddy and a Skyler comes in. I'm riding high. Then they came in and they both let me down. Is that just me? Yeah. Like, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm like. When Teddy came out, I was like, I was so ecstatic. And then it's like, not ecstatic, obviously, because I'm like, okay, well, we have no, a competent yeah. backup. Right, right, exactly. And then he comes in. He didn't play bad, but he didn't have, like, that factor to get us over the edge. Like, yeah. even Joe Flacco held down the Jets. I'm, honestly, I think he's doing better than freaking uh, Wilson. Yeah. And we didn't have that type of, like, consistency from Teddy nor Skyler. No, they really, I think they just built this team around Tua and the chemistry that they had, you know, coming out of training camp and everything. You know, that's not something that you can just sub a new leader into, you know, when you're that in depth and like building the the weapons around Tua and, you know, catering to him and essentially trying to build a Super Bowl team. And then, you know, something drastic like that happens where he's gone for weeks and weeks and like you can just 
see like the value that he has to our team now. Like there's no more yeah. haters. Okay. I haven't well, heard there's anything. There's definitely haters. Ah, they're not bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I saw a Patriot fan saying stuff. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? Are you, are you really saying you'll take Mac over Tour this year? Get out no. of here. That's what you're really thinking. I really think that had Tua not gotten hurt, we'd be undefeated right now. You know, and like yeah. being from so being from Philadelphia, like my ideal situation would be an Eagles Dolphins Super Bowl. And oh. so if that happens this year, I'll be absolutely over the moon. <laughs> shout out to my my Pennsylvania folks. <laughs> hey, shout out, my, shout them out for sure. Playing tonight, they're probably going to beat the shit out of them. Oh, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a friend who's a big Eagles fan, but he's like, I don't want to be undefeated. He's like, I want to lose. I don't want to go in. Even to like week 13, 14 as undefeated because it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. He's like, I'd rather take one. You know, close game, and that's it. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I would. I, I can see where he's coming from for sure. I mean, who doesn't want to be undefeated though, and like that's be the second perfect team? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that would be ideal. But I mean, if I was like the, if I was a Patriot fan and he lost in Super Bowl, I think that's the worst. I'd rather lose yep. in the regular season than that's lose true. in the Super Bowl. But of course, if you can take undefeated, I'll take undefeated yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, with the two thing, you know what pissed me off too, like the most too is like I hate. When so when Tua got hurt, Teddy comes in and they're clearly running a completely different offense. Yes. Why do you have the backup then? Shouldn't he be running the same exact offense? You would think. You would, you would think. think, and then it's yeah, and then it's like let Teddy like throw the ball. Even when he's throwing the ball, he was completing the passes. But then we go like heavy run and throws everything off. Yeah. Throwing the flow. Mess. Yeah. I'm yeah. very very grateful and thankful that you know Tua is okay and that it wasn't season ending and it wasn't career ending because it could have been so much worse and you know we did take those three l's but we still have all this season left in front of us yeah talk about all the season left in front of us yeah what do you think our um season ending record would be so i saw omar tweeting today and he was saying Please tell me how the Dolphins get to 11. I and, saw that. Yeah, you see that? I was like, yeah. fucking hater. He's so, like the weirdest yeah. person, though. Like, I like sometimes because he's like truthful, but then sometimes he's like, is he, he's just doing this for clicks. He's moody. He's very yeah. moody. moody. <laughs> you can tell. He's doing it for clicks. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, um, of course. I mean, that's a lot of it on Twitter. But I, so from the beginning, I said we were going 13 and four, and I'm sticking with it. Like, so yeah, those three L's were not really uh i didn't see that you know cincinnati was one of my initial losses that i had down i have my little paper my little paper from like when i did it the, in the, the in the off season yeah this is my receipts and so my only other loss that i had well yeah so i had us losing to baltimore which didn't happen that ended up being a win and then cincinnati was a loss i had a whole bunch of wins going down until i had chargers and buffalo being losses so even if you know, say we do take a loss at, at, with the Chargers and Buffalo, you know, that's still that's still okay with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully we have the hope. I mean, not hopefully. I mean, I mean, Chargers are banged up right now. Yeah. And I prefer to play a banged hey, up Chargers team, if I'm being honest. It's very possible that we can beat Buffalo again. You know, it is tougher going to Buffalo and, you know, in the middle of winter, but – you know, I don't see why, you know, if we beat them the first time, we can beat them again. Okay, anything's possible. Any given Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, whatever. Yeah. And we're a completely different team with Tua. I mean, and now yes. especially with Bradley Chubb. I oh, mean, my God. So, you know, I'm so proud of the Dolphins for, like, addressing the issues right now. Yeah. It just – it goes to show that they are ready to win right now, and they're serious about it. You know, we're not talking about next year. We're talking about right now. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, then – 
I mean, the, this, the defense has been disappointing this season, yes. but there's been no pass rush. So, and oh my God, we're like on DB like eight. Yeah. And X, I mean, he's, he's not playing to the person he was playing the past couple of years. So maybe it's because there's no pressure from the, you know, D line or the linebacker. I mean, so it's hopefully this helps a him factor. out. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully this helps him out. Hopefully he's like, he's been playing well, don't get me wrong, but not the same X we've like grown to know. Mm-hmm. Also doesn't help. That he has like four like rookies playing with them. And then Eric Rowe got benched. I don't know what that was about. I mean, yeah, well, you don't think he's been playing well? No, he's not. And actually I was massively surprised that Noah had that interception at the end of the, <sighs> the last home game. And we that were going crazy nuts. because like we in the deep end, like Noah's, we kind of like shit on him a little bit. And then <laughs> he had the interception <laughs> right in up. front of us. And we're like, it was Noah. It was Noah. Are you kidding? You know, that was so, crazy. Hey, anybody can have their moment and it could be completely game changing. So, I mean, luckily yeah. we haven't had too many heart attack games, you know, and, and like, I don't know. I think the rest of the season is very promising. Yeah. It's like scary yeah. almost. Like I, I feel qu- like quiet almost because I'm like, what, like watching and waiting in anticipation of like something that I feel like is going to be really great for us. Yeah, no, hopefully for sure. I mean, we can't afford to, to lose neither, though, because AFC is pretty stacked. I mean, I know. St- okay, yeah. what? What is going on with the Jets? Oh, my. That is that is crazy. Am I, I completely shocked me. I mean, I can't really say yeah. much about them. I mean, they're playing well. I mean, I can't believe They that. played us well, and it wasn't even like we could blame our own mistakes on that loss. I yeah. mean, of course, obviously, we were playing without Tua. That's a big thing, but they really did outplay us. And yeah. Yeah. I, I don't feel as bad about the loss now knowing what they're doing going forward. Yeah. I mean, so that the last, that's the last game of the season. No, or the second last home game, at least that game can play out to be huge. Yeah, That is going to be huge. Yeah. That's, that's a game that could get flexed too. So, you know, that could be a prime time sort of thing. Which is crazy to think about Dolphins, Jets, prime time that you would not expect that coming into the season. Well, the Jets it could have huge playoff implications. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And, and I mean, and hopefully we just take care of the Packers because they stink. So hopefully yeah. it's not one of those games where we come into this, like to that game, playing down to their level. Yeah, I think we'll be okay there. Yeah, I mean, um, so you obviously you feel, you know, good coming into this, uh, this podcast right now. This is going into week mm-hmm. eight, right? We're in week eight. We're going into five, week nine. Week I think nine? we are. Yeah, we're five one, and three. Two, three yeah, week four. nine, week nine. Yeah, so yeah, do you yeah. think like um, Tyreek has a lot to do with that, like changing the culture and us just feeling oh, it? Yeah. Like, I was, I was writing an article the other day and I was saying that like Tyreek should be considered for like MVP. He's completely changed like, even the momentum of the team. The dynamic between Tyreek and Waddle and the way that this is panning out, the successes that they're having as a tandem, it's not like one is like really overtaking the other we're like basically unstoppable as an offense just with the two of them. Yeah. It's something that like literally like when you see Tua throw a deep ball and you see Tyreek downfield, you know he's coming down with it. That's it's, a comfort that I haven't had in a long time. <laughs> yes. I mean, you like compared to even like last season, the seasons with Flores, when we're like, we're competing, we're coming back finally, we're maybe made the playoffs. Did you like truly deep down aside think like, okay, this would be cool if we made the playoffs. And this year, are you like, no, we're making the playoffs? Like, is do you feel like something different, like in your in your soul? I feel the same way that I felt from the beginning because I knew the gravity of having Tyreek Hill on our team. You know, we've seen he's a tried and true veteran. We've seen his success. 
you can see his like if you like follow his social media he's so cocky like yeah. he knows he's the best right and so i you know i i knew I, and i knew that there's always that potential for um you know injuries and things like that but you know like i said i'm sticking with the record that i've said from week 1 and I, I, we're still on track for it. Oh, for sure. so I guess my question go. was more like compared to last year and the previous mm-hmm. years were like, yeah. Oh, oh before the, the Tyreek. Well, yeah. Well, we might make the yeah. playoffs. I don't know. Like even like myself, I'd be like, oh, I'll be cool if we made the playoffs. Like not really feeling confident. I'm saying like this year with Tyreek's dynamic, are you feeling kind of like, uh, like you said, are you bring you're bringing cocky alleys to the table. You're like, no, nah, we're making the playoffs. Not if we we're making the playoffs. We are making the playoffs. We are. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just asking yeah. the question. So like, yeah, so like, <laughs> even before, like, I would be a little nervous like to say like, oh, we're not making the playoffs. I don't know. Like, make the playoffs. Now it's like, no, nah, we're making the playoffs. I know that we'll go deep in the playoffs, but I do think we'll make it. Hopefully. Hey. I-, I mean, I'm going to the big dance, so I hope they're coming with me. Oh, you got your tickets already? <laughs> this right here is my replica. Oh, shit. Oh, nice. Look at this. Uh, let me get it. This oh. is my Super Bowl ticket. Hey, that's that's Check crazy. That's no twelve, baby. That's crazy. That'll be the ultimate. If they're there, you lose your mind. I will lose my mind. Like, I I thought about what it would be like to like experience the Dolphins like actually going to a Super Bowl. Um, and I always told my husband, I was like, you know, at some point, like we might have to buy Super Bowl tickets. And if we do, I'm going to have to sell a vehicle or the house or something <laughs> to be able to afford to go. And then I got free tickets for being fan of the year. And you I'm manifested like, Is this it. A prophecy being fulfilled, yeah. you know, like, like Tua's prophecy, like someday, son, like everyone's going to know your name and yeah. around the world. And I'm like, uh. you're manifesting <laughs> it's a reality. You're going to be I will there manifest it. and will be there because there's no way I'm not going. I Dude, will be there. We all going. <laughs> oh, we're there. I am so there. It's, oh yeah. But we're yeah. gonna manifest into existence for sure. We have to with our positive vibes. That's oh, for what we're sure. you know, i I thrive on positivity and vibes and I'm like a firm believer in meant to be and you know, I believe that things happen for a reason and, you know, maybe Tua's injury happened for a reason so that, you know, Dolphin Nation could be united on the front of, okay, we need him. Like he for is sure. what we need right now. And, you know, he is critical to this team. And, you know, now I feel like we have a little bit of a unity. I feel like Dolphin Twitter is not as, ar- I mean, they always find things to bicker about, but always. like, it's not as bad as it was in the beginning when like the Tua, like Tua himself was a big question mark. And yeah. And now yeah. we're getting salty Tua. how do you feel about salty Tua? <laughs> I love it. I personally I like it, it too. I'm not going to lie. It. I love it. The comment yesterday, it was yesterday. Yeah. I love seeing that. I'm like, dude, he needs to do He's this more. He's been so calm and professional and just all the things that people have been saying about him. He's been taking it in stride and that's, like typically how I am too, but you know now he's like ha. <laughs> what now? <laughs> I'd feel the same way because no way he cannot hear that. You know he, he deserves yeah. that. You know oh. he deserves. You know he does. He deserves to shove it in people's faces because oh. he's been through a lot. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad about it. And you're saying that you know it's kind of um, wrapping back to you. So like do you like even the fan the year experience uh, award stuff like that. Do you feel like sometimes you know? the pressure has like skyrocketed because you can correct me if I'm wrong. I've been to three tailgates at this point. 
And uh, when I see you, I, you know, I'll just give you like a high bye. We'll talk after the game or something like that. Yeah. But it seems like you are like the Drake of like the the tailgating. Like everybody wants a part of you. Do you feel like sometimes it can yeah. be too much stress or like just it overwhelming is. at times? It's very overwhelming because I want to give every person like the time of day. You know, and I want to talk to you and I want to, you know, catch up with you. Like I consider everyone my friend. So I want, you know, when people come up to me and they're like, lately I've been having a lot of people coming from my hometown and oh, nice. they're like, I'm from the Lehigh Valley. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, like we, I want to talk to you. Like I want to talk to you for like 20 minutes, but then <laughs> I'm noticing now, it's so weird. It's awkward um, that I'll talk and then a line will form. I've seen this. And I've like, seen this. I look over there and I'm like, okay, then I feel like I have to kind of rush people along. But like, I just want everyone to know that I really, really, really do want to take the time with you. But I also feel compelled to like make time for everyone. And it's getting a lot like yeah. at the tailgate. It's hard. And now like I do have some obligations at the tailgate. Like I have things going on for my charity. I have, you know, we were doing the food drive and we were doing the clothing drive for, um, for the hurricane victims and, so I'm like, okay, like that's my priority. Like I need to do my job. I, I I can't just be wandering around like taking shots and like like all the things I used to do, you know, just party. Now like I, you know, I have to do things. And so Do you have any like any like um, any regrets of like no, this? Like how like yeah. Not at all. <laughs> no, loving it. Because loving it up. I'm loving my like I'm really living my best life. I'm loving everything. Football season is just my favorite time it's my time to shine i love it and i just love seeing everybody it never gets old for me and like i meet so many so many people at, on game day and i love hearing everybody's stories of like why they became a fan or how they know me or you know i i love it like i full i just wish there was more time like i wish the tailgate wasn't so short i need like eight hours to like oh, for sure <laughs> talk to everyone. that's when people should start coming to the parties before i know like i haven't been able to make it because uh i've been going with, like a different friend every time Mm -hmm. So like, um, they're not from there. So I don't want to like dolphin them out. So like you've invited me out to yeah. on the day before, haven't been able to make it, but if people want to get more time with you, they should be going to these events then the days yes. before and stuff like that. That helps. Like definitely when we have, uh, bow campers get togethers, like that's more of a time where we can sit down, especially if it's an event that I'm not hosting that I can really just sit down and talk to people yeah, and like sure. reconnect. But, um, you know, the last game. I had so many people that I wanted to talk to and, you know, everybody wants to take pictures and everything. I didn't know fully that I was going to get fan of the year at that tailgate. And then oh, you didn't even know. So I had a little bit of a clue um, because I kind of knew that the um, that the contest had ended and it was getting to the point now where they were going to choose somebody. So I knew I had a lot of nominations. You know, people had been asking for my date of birth like crazy to put in like the nominations and everything. So I knew there was a lot, but like, you know, like part of you never really fully believes that you're going to win something. Like I've never been a really lucky person to like win things. And, um, you know, I just felt like there's so many people that are deserving and so many people have been doing it longer than I have. Like it couldn't possibly be me, right? Well, then I was kind of like, well, you know, I'm going to be like extra vigilant and see if there's any like unusual signs coming from the dolphins. And then I get a call from my ticket rep, Reggie, and he just recently took over my account and he called and he said, hey, like, you know, how did you like the last game? Um, I'm just reaching out because I, I just took over your account. We haven't had a chance to meet. And, you know, are you going to the next game? And I said, of course I will. You know, I'll be there. 
And he says, well, will you be there around 530? Because the Dolphins want to interview super fans for the 50th anniversary of the perfect season. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to do that. And so, so you kind of didn't suspect it. Like you did, but like, like, like confirmed. I was like, is that like, is that a hint? What is that? And, and I'm like, no, don't get your hopes up because <laughs> – you know, it could be or like it could just be an interview. And if even if it's the interview, great. Like, that's awesome. I want to be a part of it, you know. And so then at the tailgate, <laughs> these two girls come up and they're wearing polos and they're like, um, hey, are you Allison? And I'm like, first of all, drop my government. <laughs> that's weird, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Everybody calls me Allie or doll freaky. Like it's never Allison. Like my mother calls me that, but that's like literally it. When you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, then I was really suspicious and they were like, we, we just want to make sure that you were here. And, you know, we know it's not time yet for the interview, but like, we just wanted to make sure you were here and like, will you be, be around this area around 530? And I said, yeah, I'll be right around here. <laughs> And so then I was nervous. I was like, what is going to happen here? <laughs> like something's up because they didn't come like looking for like other people, like other super fans. I was expecting, you know, like a lot of my friends yeah. from East 12 are like, like known super fans. So I thought we would all be doing it together. <laughs> and you, it was just you. And then they just laughed and I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> So then I got really nervous and then at like 5.30, I started to notice like the landscape was changing a little bit and, you know, there was more photographers in the area that were like taking pictures of things. But like to me, it looked like they were waiting for yeah. something. Like they weren't really purposely like purposefully doing something. So then I was like, oh my God, what is this? And then they approached with the cam with the big camera and like a million other cameras and td and terry kirby and like the girls come back and they have a bag in their hands and, and i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god like what what is it and so then nervous they like kind of swoop in and they're just like you know hey like you're doll freaky like what made you a fan tell us about your tailgate tell us about all the things you've been doing for the community and i'm just telling my usual you know my usual spiel but as I'm talking, I'm noticing like more and more cameras. And at one, po one point I said, what's going on here? <laughs> There's so many people like in my face. Um, and then he says, you know, congratulations. You're the Dolphins fan of the year. And I just cried. Like what else? <laughs> what else can you do at that point? Because I never thought it was going to happen to me. And I was just so overwhelmed with love and emotions and you know it's one of those things where you know you you really truly feel like recognized and appreciated and you know it doesn't happen every day and no, so that's cool congratulations yeah, that's awesome, all my friends sure. were there you know they all swooped in and i was immediately like being hugged and they're chanting my name and i'm like this is you know, it's really special. Oh, no, for sure. That's definitely that's a moment you'll never forget. <laughs> I will never, ever forget it. And it was crazy because Jared decided not to come for this game. Oh, what's the odds of that? Yeah, like we had just talked about how it's been like totally crazy at the tailgates and we've been traveling and he said, I'm tired. Like it's a night game. I have to work tomorrow. I just I'm going to sit this one out. I'm just kind of burned out. And I was like, you know, all right. But then like still in the back of my head, like I kind of like had had that call from Reggie. So I was yeah. like, what if, you know, what if something happens? And I was like, no, you know, it's not going to happen. Just, you know, just stay home. I'll take my cousin with me. And so we went together and we're like, yeah, girls day <laughs> and everything. And then that happened, you know, and so he feels, 
you know, he feels sad that he wasn't there. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's a tough. It always happens that way. Yeah. It literally always happens that way. So this is every team has a fan of the year. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't, every I don't know team if... picks their candidate and the Dolphins picked me. <laughs> nice. That's what's up. Congratulations. Yeah, so as you. a fan of the year, welcome. And as a fan of the year, if you had to change anything about and I know you changed stuff beforehand, but looking now, like you've been a season ticket holder, do you have anything you think you would, uh, any recommendations you have to your season ticket holder to the Dolphins organization in general, things to improve the fan experience? I have a lot. I I have a little, not a laundry list, but I have some suggestions. Um, things that I think will better, you know, the game day experience. And, you know, I think a big thing right now is that the season tickets have skyrocketed. So we all kind of got our renewal notices this week and they yeah, were we had even check. very significantly higher. So um, some people have been messaging me like, hey, my season tickets went up $1,000. What? Some people – so for me personally, it went up 500 and I don't know what – like what differentiates why – like why the price difference or whatever. But I, I think it you know just has something to do with the team's – success and what I, what they perceive the demand is going to be. I mean, we're, we're on a wait list now, so I guess they can do that. But I do think they kind of owe the fans an explanation as to, you know, why. And so that's just something, you know, I'm kind of curious to delve into a little bit with them. And, you know, there's just like little things that I have that I think will better, you know, better the experience. So oh, I'll, sure. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. <laughs> for sure. For First of all, I didn't double check that. I'm the worst at checking my email sometimes. Well, it didn't really occur to me. At first, when I saw it, I was like, all right, cool, you know, and then somebody was like, did your season tickets go up? And I was like, well, maybe I, I really don't remember what I paid last year because I know uh, my first year it was, you know, a certain amount and then it went down and because I switched seats and it went down. And so then I really fully didn't remember what I had paid. So it, you might want to check. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to check now. But speaking of, so this is my first year at season ticket holder. Mm -hmm. And I know, uh, like I said before, I know a couple of Patriot fans who were season ticket holders. I think one thing I could at least say is what I bought season tickets and all I got was a paper and a season yeah. ticket magnet mm -hmm. and a pen. I was like, what? This is all I get for being a season ticket holder, especially from Rhode Island. I'm <laughs> taking flights to Miami for three yeah. games already. I'm coming to the Browns game next week. And like, that's more money on top of that. And you guys give me a probably a $2 magnet you guys cost you guys. Yeah. You guys can't even give me paper tickets. I know the, 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 I mean, the Patriot fans, they get a booklet of the tickets and they like nice, cool looking tickets. You can frame them after and stuff like that. Yeah. We don't get that at least. No, nothing. I know shirt? the hell. No, this was a big deal. Like right when the season started, and like people were starting to receive their their gifts. Um, and then you see what the other teams' fans are getting. They're getting like tablets. And, I like, know, like packet, like packages of things. And so I personally got a car flag, and I put it on my car week one, and I start driving down the road, and a mile down the road, it flies off, never to be seen again. <laughs> so, At least you got the flag to lose. That I get shit. Hey. I got a magnet out of my refrigerator. That's all so I, I got. Mean, I, that's definitely one of the things I want to address. Like, you know, the value that our season ticket holders are getting you know, and especially if our team, like, say we do make the playoffs, you know, maybe those are things that come with, you know, the success of the team, but it shouldn't be like, it should be things that the season ticket holders deserve because they've 
they're doing this, you know, like we're committing ourselves yeah. to this team. So yeah, yeah that's definitely a point. And I'm totally open to any suggestions and grievances because, you know, I guess in this position, I, I do have an opportunity to maybe pitch it to the powers that be. So we'll see. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into with this process. <laughs> hey, you have to make sure you're back to back fan of the year so you can stick up for the, <laughs> the new the new people coming in. I'm pretty sure there's no such thing as getting it again. <laughs> Why not? You never know. You never know. I don't know. Or maybe they don't like your suggestions and they take it back completely. And they're like, you know what? You're talking too much. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, I don't want to make them mad. And be like, why did we choose this girl? She's just complaining about this and that. But well, that's how you got on the radar in the first place, though. I'm not a complainer. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I I understand business. I understand, you know, how that sort of thing works. But I do think we could get a little bit more value our season tickets you know for sure i agree and um you know i think one thing i like uh i think they do a good job kind of like the you know i've mostly been around you guys when i've gone there but even when i go like my friends we go to the, like the um, you know outside their stadium i think they do a pretty solid job of like getting fans interacting and stuff like that because i've been to i've been to a lot of stadiums unless i don't seek it like even at gillette they don't really yeah. have that before games and stuff like that so um yeah, I think yeah they do a pretty it's good come job a long get, way yeah it has um, it, I still don't feel like the fan experience is what it used to be. Like when I was a kid coming to the games and they had like so much fanfare and stuff going on, um, in the plaza outside. But I will say like, since I started complaining about that last year, some of that has come back and, you know, we have our mascot back and things like that. So we got the t-shirt tossed back <laughs> the nice, fence yeah. force and, you know, like certain things have improved. So you know, it, it, sometimes it's just a matter of the fans speaking their mind on it. Yeah, and I think the parking and the Uber thing sucks. I have been, yeah. I've been to a million stadiums. I have never, every time I've been to a game so far in Miami, I've been waiting like two hours after for an Uber or to leave yeah. the parking lot. It is crazy. Yeah, there's got to be something they can do about that, especially because a lot of people do enjoy drinking in the game and, you know, the tailgate and everything. And so Uber really is the safest option for it's the, worst. the masses, you know, and especially people like staying in hotels locally. Um, and even if you do drive, you know, trying to get out, it it, it's all nuts. a cluster, but it's just kind of where the stadium is. It's built in the middle of neighborhoods or, or should I say, I guess it was it was built and then neighborhoods were built around it or whatever. But um, it's just kind of the way that is. And I am thankful that at least we have our own lots that we can tailgate in because apparently so i'm going to chicago tomorrow and uh apparently they don't have really like on-site tailgating really and a lot of stadiums are like that so you have to go to these private yeah. lots off-site <laughs> yeah i guess new orleans is like that too uh-huh like the big cities yeah. i guess and um i know tampa was like that too so we ended up kind of tailgating in like a lot that you can rent um, and I guess that's what we're going to do for Chicago too. So, mm. I mean, it is nice to have that on-site availability of a parking lot. You know, for sure. I mean, I don't know if, um, I know you do a lot of podcasts. I'm trying to think of stuff that you don't get asked typically. I know like in tailgating. Um, so do you, you know, we kind of talked about it. Um, I can add this part out if you want this, like let me say it like this, but I know you were saying that, um, like in college, you didn't really get the like full college experience. Mm -hmm. So you like kind of live in it out and tailgating. So, yeah. <laughs> um, is that like one of your favorite parts now? So are you like, um, you know, 
what would be like your uh, your go-to cocktails before games or in general i guess i'm not sure if you got asked this previously i know that yeah. obviously like your section is like sponsored by vodka i'm not yes. the biggest vodka guy yeah. but uh, i actually reached out to him he's like he's gonna come on the podcast actually oh nice yeah and um so i'm, I'm not you're a vodka girl whiskey yeah I mean, I drink all kinds of liquor. Um, so I would say when I first started coming, I would always have a beer in hand and then just take the shots as they come. And then just I was chasing sick. it, chasing it. I oh. was sick. Like, it, you know, for me, um, you know, I am trying to I'm getting older, like I'm just trying to be a little bit more health conscious. So I'm trying to kind of avoid beer right now. Mm. And so uh, kind of like I just take whatever's available. <laughs> we always have drinks and shots everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I, you won't really normally see me with a drink in my hand. Uh, you're probably more likely to see me with a whole bottle in my <laughs> hand, you know, serving it out to everybody. Um, so I've I've got a partnership with MetaFans NFT. And as part of that, I get to go to their tent and basically meet and greet fans for a half hour every home game and oh, nice. dish out alcohol and Food. Like I get oh, to host that tailgate along with um, 305 Sports Babe and Big E. So we've been having so much fun doing that. And it is nice to just have like a destination where the fans like they know we're going to be there. And then they come and they're kind of like waiting for us. Do you know, do you want to say where that is exactly? Yeah. So it's in East 12. It's row oh. 209. That's where everything is happening. Uh, but that is right in the middle of the row. So we've hmm. kind of started nice. to bridge the gap between East 12 and and East 32, um, which East 32 is technically at East 22. It's all in the same row. So, like, if you walk up and down the row, like, that is your full tailgate destination right there. So, you go in there again and beer bongs. You're, you're doing some <laughs> keg stands. You're drinking some vodka shots. <laughs> you won't if, see me doing beer bongs or keg stands. But sometimes, no, sometimes, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have attempted before, and yeah, not not. How, how, what's, your, what's your count? Like three seconds, four seconds, thirty second beer bear keg stands. So the last time, I want to, I can't remember. I think it was like the Buffalo game or something. I was already pretty well intoxicated, you know. Like the Meta fans tailgate was lit. Okay, so like we got a little bit too crazy there. It was and the then Buffalo somebody's game. like, "Hey, you want to do the beer bong?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> And then I, I wasn't fully prepared for how fast it was going to come out of the funnel when I turned the thing on and all in my face. You sound like a slut. <laughs> right? I had to use that drop. That is, that, that is why I don't do that because I don't want that perception. So, <laughs> but more likely you will see me, you know, trying to get the crowd started and you know dishing out this uh, so you're doing the bartender <laughs> trick right like, uh -huh. you're like oh let me buy you a shot and you're like oh, okay and then you're putting water and then you're like oh that's vodka yep i didn't yeah. my cousin told me that a girl you talked to used to do that i'm like i'm i've been partying for a long time at this point and i'm like how have i never thought bartenders do that they yeah. get the shot they act like it's vodka or tequila and it's just water and they're taking the money that, that guy bought them to drink I and, hope nobody's doing that at East 12 I'll, with good intention. Maybe have you, you ever you, thought about know, that? If you know, somebody's like maybe over their limit, maybe a little bit of water is good for someone, <laughs> <laughs> but not for money. Like when you come to East 12, like we're not, you know, collecting money for the shots. Like you can pay into our tailgate. Sometimes we have like a, all you can eat and drink kind of deal. Sometimes you're on your own. It just depends like whatever's going on for the game. 
but I don't charge people for shots when I give them out. Like the alcohol comes from my pocket or or yeah, Metafans that, NFT nice pockets. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, have a great time. <laughs> yeah, it's always good vibes since, since I've been here. So something yeah. coming to visit you guys so far. Um, next home game is the Browns game. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of just like that, like just like the party vibes, like and you're like. I feel like I just have to ask. I'm curious myself. Like, obviously, you know, you're married. You've said this plenty of times before. Do you get like the creepers too sometimes? Oh, or yeah. like people don't get the hint? They're just yeah. like trying. They're just like, dude, what are you doing? It's more online than actually in person. Um, I don't know why. You know, it's just a certain thing with like social media. People feel like they're more brave or like mm. they can say whatever they want to say. And it's usually – I find when I get like a big movement of new followers – that they just automatically assume I'm single and ready to mingle and that I want them. And I'm like, can you please like go through my posts and find out what I'm about before you approach me in my DMs asking if I want to have a drink with you? You know what I mean? Like, of course, my husband and I will have a drink with you. (laughs) Yeah, I I had a drink with him a couple times. Cool cool guy, cool guy. And it's not like I don't make it known that I'm married and I have kids and I'm not like – here for that you know what i mean like it's pretty obvious if you go through a few of my posts that i have a family but you know people just don't they just shoot their shot and move on and so you know those aren't the kind of people that you want anyways right like for sure they're gonna go there make it weird awkward yeah never know what their attentions are but you know what their attentions are sometimes um, people get crazy at the tailgate um you know i've I've had to shove off people a couple times but really it's kind of like once you say no you know like they they get it yeah for sure um but yeah it's not too too bad (laughs) but i will tell you about the browns game too because i know you just mentioned it yeah um that we are hosting a wedding oh nice should i come in a full tux you can wear whatever you want to wear. It's an, so, probably hot, so probably not. Yeah, it'll. well, it's getting a little bit cooler now, so I'm hoping it's not going to be too bad. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to have, like, a full ceremony, and the dolphins are coming out, and we have a lot of surprises, and it's going to be awesome. It's what my second time, time doing ever, it. But nice, second time doing it. What time should they attend this wedding? What time should they be there? Yeah, so the wedding is going to – I'm telling everybody 1030. It probably will start closer to 11. But everybody should try to ar- arrive before 1030, what which time is typically when people come. Yeah. What time are the gates open again? Is it- so for tailgaters, the gates open at 8, I believe. And then for everybody else, it's at 9. So there's no excuse not to be there on time. No <laughs> excuse to not be there on time. Yes. So um, it's going to be Chef Jew Wilson and his fiance Monica that are getting married. And they're, you know, Dolphins fans and they're pretty well known in the community. So it's going to be awesome. Love to see it. You guys can come by, have a good time, mm-hmm. attend a wedding. Yeah. It's my friend who I'm coming with. It's actually first NFL game. So you can yes. experience a wedding yes. at the tailgate. He is he is a Rams fan, but he will be supporting us. He bought a Tyreek jersey just to wear it to the game. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. That's yeah, my guy. Um, he's actually a videographer. He made me video the wedding. Uh, oh, um, yes. Yeah, yeah, legit, he's, that he's would amazing. be awesome. Yeah. He's last really year amazing. we did it for Dean and Sandy. And, um, you know, it was just something people hadn't really seen before. And I had many people request to do their own weddings. at nice. the And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not a wedding planner. You know, I've kind of do this out of my pocket. So I can't do it at every tailgate. So I'm like, I will do one a year maybe. Uh, and that's it. So a lot of planning. 
It's a so lot. a lot of planning for sure. Because we want it to be special for yeah. each person. There's a lot of people involved. You know, we have um, Karen, Finn Funk, Uteg, and Stephen Daniels are offici- co-officiating it. Um, and then we have East the East 12 family. Like, they're always helping with food and drinks and that sort of thing, just making the party really live. And we have DJ Dolce doing the music and the, you know, the wedding stuff and um east 32 they they always have a tailgate going and so you can buy food and drink through them at tailgreeter.com so there's all kinds of things going on nice i can't wait i can't wait yeah. and uh, speaking of experiences i have to talk about this just talking about tailgate experiences because people who know my dollars fans send it to me like crazy mm-hmm. where the hell was the strip club did you see that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I saw it. What I believe was that? That's in the west side somewhere, and I don't know where it is. I've never seen it myself, and I, yeah. People no, are like, so- <laughs> did you go to that? I'm like, no, I've never seen that in person. <laughs> no, we. I mean, in general, even though there's a lot of drinking and partying going on at East 12, it's still family friendly. You know, like people still bring their kids, and we like to keep it that way, I think. I mean, I'm sure yeah. some people who tailgate there wouldn't mind but (laughs) i mean for the most part we haven't hired any strippers or had any kind of like things like that (laughs) yeah i was like that's that's intense i mean i don't know where it is but (laughs) the closest thing we got to there was like a blow-up doll floating around like kind of like being tossed from like person to person down the aisle and it was so funny because somebody tweeted after the fact saying I was on a mission or something to like go get my my picture with doll freaky and I saw the blow up doll and I immediately turned around and aborted the mission. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. See, that kind of thing is scaring people away. Yeah, that happens. We don't really do that. (laughs) Yeah. Enough for sure. So make sure you tune in to check out the wedding, the day of the Browns game. Check out the sponsors in 32. Have a good time. I've been there three times already this season, and it's been a great vibe. Dolph Freaky, make sure, you know, introducing people into the community. I've met a couple of people now who I, you know, recognize, talk to on uh, Instagram all the time now, meeting friends. And, uh, you know, I, you know, appreciate you, uh, you know, bring. Bringing me to the community like that, meeting different people. Yeah. Um, you know, it makes, you know, makes sense why you're, you know, 2022 fan of the year. I mean, at one point in time, I was being brought into the community too. And my friend Jay was like, you need to come to East 12. Like you belong in here. And, and then I just, you know, they all made me feel so welcome. And we do the same for every Dolphin fan that passes and other fans, you know, like we're happy to host the visiting fans too. And we all just, we all share the common interest of football. So yeah, no, for we're sure. family. I was there at the, the Vikings game and there was a whole bunch of Vikings people in the yes. East 12 and they were loving it. They're like, this is awesome. Like they were amazing. Trying, yeah. That dude who was dressed up like a. Uh, the um, I'm gonna put it here so people can see it. He was dressed up like a wrestler. Uh, yes, he was Carl. massive. And the biggest man I've ever seen. Massive, <laughs> and it was the coolest costume. It's um, I'm forgetting the wrestler's name right now. I'm crazy. I'm a wrestling fan too. Um, whatever. I wouldn't know, but yeah, yeah it, he, he dressed up a like a cool outfit. Yeah, it's gonna be right. People are gonna see. It. I'll put it in the bottom so I can. Redeem and he's myself. tattooed like all the way down with Vikings tattoos. Yes, it was nuts. That was dope. And yeah, I talked to so many different fans. They're like, I was trying to go to different places. So like, I'll, 
wanting to buy like a drink and no one was letting me. I'm like, all you do is donate to her donation and have as many drinks as you want. They're like, what? That's crazy. And they're yeah. like, this is awesome. I'm like, yeah, you guys can come here like whenever, you know, talking for you. It's trying to help you guys out. Yeah. They go, oh, this is awesome. I'm like, yeah, you know, so, you know, the Vikings fans felt welcome. There's people from Toronto I met. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So um, definitely come by, swing out, swing by and check out East 12. Take a picture where Allie joined her massive line. Probably going to get bigger now <laughs> since she's fan of the year. I know. Make sure you tune into her podcast. Follow her on her Instagram. All three at the bottom right here. So make sure you give them all a follow and, uh, you know, support what she's doing because she's doing great things in the hey. Dolphin community. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Do you have any, uh, you know, closing words? No, I just, I really just want to say thank you to Dolphin Nation and all the fans who nominated me and the Dolphins for picking me for this honor. And, you know, I'm just so humbled that I'm still fully, like, in disbelief, I guess, of it, like, actually happening. But I just hope that I, you know, do the fan base proud and, well, I'll be representing you guys in the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, no, for sure. And we'll be there because we're going to be in the Super Bowl, baby. Yes, let's let's get it. Let's go. <laughs>